Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Each week, we discuss new ethical questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Brent, Brent Weinbach? Uh, yes, I think I will like what I see, but although I... Well, we'll we'll get into that, and we'll see. Maybe I don't like what I see, um, depending on how you react to something I bring up at one point. Yeah, mm. some people don't like what they see. Some people are shocked by how they respond. Well, you know, I yeah, I'm oh, I'm curious actually. I think I will like what I see. I feel pretty confident with my, and uh, I feel pretty set in my ways. You know. I, mm-hmm. Oh, do you feel like you're you yeah, have a I strong think, moral I think compass? so, or and or at least I feel. Uh, confident about my yeah about my my moral standards and stuff you know even if they don't agree maybe they don't agree with other people's standards i don't know Mm. so we know brent because he's been on the margaret show a couple of times um and i have to say brent i've never seen margaret laugh harder than when you're on her podcast gee whiz yeah she really likes you well yeah i mean that's that's really nice. nice to hear yeah um, and Brent is a comedian, and you're also a jazz pianist. Is that yes, accurate? Yes, it is. It is accurate. Um, but I don't do it professionally. How accurate? How accurate? <laughs> you mean you want, <laughs> or you're asking me to play or something? Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, Well, it's accurate uh, in that I used to do it for a living, and um, I used to play in hotels and restaurants and stuff, and... Uh, and, uh, but I, I don't, haven't done it professionally in a long time though. So, and I'm not, I'm not as good as I used to be. What's the craziest thing that happened while playing at a hotel bar or brunch? I wish I had a crazy story. There's no, um, okay. Actually, no, I take it back. There was totally a crazy thing that happened. Um, no, no. And I <laughs> no. it's a, it's the basis for a, a show that I'm trying to pitch actually. Oh, okay. I can't believe I said, Oh, nothing happened. Of course something happened. This is what happened. This is the craziest <laughs> thing that happened. Is it okay that it go into this? It's a little bit like... Please, I mean, it's not people that long are story, sick but, of okay. our dumb voices. Okay, this is what happened. Um, so I would, was playing in a lounge, a hotel lounge. That's That was my main job for a long time was this lounge. And on a whim one day, uh, I just... I don't know, just as a see what hap- to see what happens. I went on Craigslist and I went to the um 
I think I went to the long-term relationship section or something, or maybe misconnections or something. I'm not sure, you know, but I went and I posted an ad on Craigslist and I posted, I said, um, meet me at the Argent Hotel. I'll be sitting at the table. Or I said, meet me at the Argent Hotel at 8.30 p.m. tonight. I'll be sitting at the table next to the piano or something like that, you know? And I don't know. I just put that out there. I just wanted to see if what would happen. So my plan was I was just going to sort of see who, if someone sat at the table around 830 when I so was So this playing. wasn't to someone specific. This right. was just a, a, it was like a, a, a cattle call. Like it was just like, a, I'm going to be here if anyone's interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it sa- it, the message sounds kind of mysterious. So I thought, I don't know, maybe someone would want to, I, I just thought mm-hmm. it might be interesting if somebody shows up and what that would be like, you know? Yeah. And so around 9.15, which wasn't the time I specified, but uh, this woman walked into the lounge. By the way, it happened to be a very empty night that night at the in the lounge. So there wasn't anybody there at all. And around 9.15, this woman walked in and she was wearing a trench coat and a scarf around her head and sunglasses. You know, it was nighttime. So she was wearing sunglasses and a scarf and a trench coat. And so she sort of looked like somebody incognito and, you know, rendezvousing with, you know, somebody. It, it felt like, I mean, if she was there because of the ad, it felt like she was playing into it by wearing this trench coat and scarf and mm, sunglasses. Fun. So she walked in <laughs> and she had this sort of strut or energy or something about her that made me kind of um, think that there was something weird about her, some kind of strange energy. And she came in and she sat at the table next to the piano. And I just, I'm thinking to myself, oh man, this is crazy. Somebody actually showed up. And um, so she sat down and then she, I remember she took off her glass, her sunglasses you know, her eyes kind of bugged out for a second. Yeah. It was kind oh, of scary. Oh, wow, okay. And, and how old was she? What good, was the age yeah, range? Yeah, good question. Um, she was, um, I, I was in my early 20s, by the way, and at, at the time. And um, I think she was probably in her late 20s, maybe. Okay, I was thinking she was maybe like a hundred. Yeah. Okay. But, she, but you're saying yeah. she was up your. Oh no, I had her as like 37. Oh, 30. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why 37? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I just it was the trench. Oh, the trench coat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she... And actually, you know, she seemed like an attractive woman, but anyway, so then she says that she started talking to me. Um, even though I'm not... I'm just... I mean, for all she knows, I'm just a guy who works there, you know, um, playing right. the piano. And... But she started talking to me, and she asked me um, what brought me there. She said, what brought you here? And I said... Oh well, I I work here, so that's why I'm I'm here. And I said, "What brought you here?" I was curious about what she would say, and she said, "Oh, lots of things: sociology, biology, physiology, life." Oh God! The way she said life, it was she kind of said it in this weird, kind of scary way. Life. She made her eyes big, you know. And then she asked me at one point, "Are you one with the energy?" And I just thought to myself, that's so, that that was, I felt, I thought it was, at this point, her, ener- her energy was, I wasn't one, at one with or whatever, because it felt 
it was mm. kind of scary. I was kind of scared. And yeah. um, and then I said, oh, I, I don't know what that is or, or something like that. And then she... Um, <laughs> And then she, I had my business cards out on the piano. I would, I would put a few business cards out that would, it would say Brent Weinbach piano. Cause, um, aside from playing, being a professional piano player, I was also a professional piano and, uh, they, <laughs> but no, they had my phone number on them and she was, she came up there to the piano and she was looking at the cards and she, and I was kind of thinking to myself, oh, I kind of hope she doesn't take one, you know, cause I had my personal phone number on it. And, um, I guess it had appeared to one of the managers of the the, the lounge that maybe she was bothering me, and eventually he, he asked her to leave, and she left. But I kind of regret not engaging the situation a little more. I was just kind of young and kind of, I don't know, scared about the situation, but I kind of wish I did explore it a little more because, um, mm. I don't know, I just w- would like to... Have, would have been interesting to sort of see what was up. She seemed kind of crazy or maybe on drugs or something. And but she did actually seem attractive too. I don't know. I'm just kind of curious about I, I just think it would have been worthwhile to sort of explore it a little more, I think, you know. Brent, I think what you need to go is, do is go back on Craigslist and go to the misconnections <laughs> right. site again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say, you know, however many years ago you came in, I was playing the piano, your eyes bugged out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you asked if I was on your energy level. Right, exactly. No, no. Or one Are with, one the, with the energy. Yeah, right. And I have yeah. since become one with the energy. I wasn't one with the energy then, but now I, I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm one with it now. Anyway. I, can we, I think we can explore this as your little big one if you want, unless you had something more pressing to talk about. But I feel like there's something... I had something in mind, but we can talk about whatever you want. We could do both or whatever. Okay, well, the, this is an interesting situation. Why don't we just explore this and see where sure. we land? And if we want to keep talking, we can okay, do the yeah. other one. But this is interesting to me because you kind of invited um, this weirdo into your orbit. And then you just sat in the passenger seat and said, I'm going to watch this unfold. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was a little bit of a participant, you know, because I was the only one there, you know? And so, yeah. What do you think she... Oh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Maria. Well, what made you not want to engage? Were you? I was scared. scared? I was scared. You... Yeah, she was scary to me. And did you? Do you think that in some way she was maybe an acting student doing some sort of exercise? Could have been. It sounds like something. Absolutely, could have been. It sounds like could have been that. But I got. It. I don't know. I think I would have also been able to gauge that better. I don't know. Um, I think that I just, it seemed like she was, she seemed a little crazy. I don't know, you know? I mean, who else would... Res- it seems like you love her. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely, it's something that I I do regret not following up on. I don't think anything would have turned, came out of it, but I just think, I just think just for human interest reasons, I think it just could have been, it would have been interesting to see where that would have gone, you know, or what kind of conversation could have come out of it, you know? Are you the type of person who engages with sort of weirdos or strangers often? I mean, depends. I mean, I, I definitely try to stay away from, you know, stuff that seems scary, that scares me or whatever. But, um, but no, I, yeah, I, I definitely, I engage with strangers, um, uh, you know, out and about, you know, I, I talk to strangers. Yeah. And, and any other Craigslist encounters? No. So what made you stop doing it? So something, so something obviously like, like hit 
you know, the, you know, you in some way where you went, I'm never going to do this again, because it was a little bit of an experiment that that exploded in your hands. I mean, you kind of didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, once, right. Once it was right in front of you. Uh, it just never, I never thought to do it again. Maybe I should have tried to do it again. I just, I don't know what it was that made me not want to try to do that again. But, um, well, I guess I tried it once and I, and it attracted somebody who maybe I, I felt uncomfortable around or whatever. And so that made me, made me think, okay, well, that's what happens when you post an ad like that on Craigslist that it's, you know, not going to, yeah. I don't know, the, the kind of person who's probably going to respond to that is maybe, you know, kind of crazy or something. But then again, maybe she wasn't, maybe she was, like you said, she was, uh, playing a role or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And you'll never know if she truly came because of the ad or if she was just sitting at that table. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, it's true. I don't know 100% if she came for the ad or, from the ad or not, but I'm pretty sure she was there from the ad just based on the way she was dressed and stuff and the way that, you know, just and that she sat down at the table as I specified in the ad. So, yeah, must have been. Did she hear you play? Yeah, Did I was, t- I was playing, talking and playing at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. And when she was asked to leave, what was her, was was it like a, okay, yeah, I'll leave? Or was she fighting back a little bit? She didn't fight back. It seemed she left pretty She easily. knew she was a problem. She knew she was, she was a nuisance. I, I don't know if she knew that, but I can't, actually, that part I don't really remember, remember as much. I don't remember if she said something like, um, oh, I'm just, I'm just, or maybe she might have said something like, I'm not doing anything disruptive or anything. Um, and he asked me if I would, if she was bothering me. And I said, um, I said, oh, no, no. Or so, I don't know. I forgot what I said, actually. But she was, actually. But it was, it, it, I, I, it's interesting that he picked <laughs> up on it. I was, I, I was disturbed by it. I was disturbed by the situation. I felt uncomfortable. I was scared. Yeah. Got it. Well, you okay. played you played with fire. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. Exactly. Because when you're inviting a Craigslist friend into your <laughs> place of work, it's like you're just kind of opening up a portal to hell, and you don't know what's going to show That's true. up. It's um, my fault. It was, yeah. Maria, I brought her on. Yeah. It was, it's not your fault. I mean, you were a young man sort of toying with the what ifs of yeah, Craigslist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maria, do you remember? Okay, so Maria and I used to do this internet talk show. Um, it was like a weird public access talk show, but on the internet. But before that was really a thing, like this was maybe like 10, 15 years mm-hmm. ago. Or how long ago was this, Maria? Like it was 10 about years 10 ago. years. Yeah. It was okay, called but anyway, uh, Late so- Night Lemonade. But we had to do it every week and we would be desperate for guests. And so a couple times we put ads on Craigslist um, Craigslist, and one time we got this woman who said she was a witch uh-huh. um, and she came on and she her name was Gwendolyn. Huh. No, we've got two people from we Craigslist. Two people. One was a we witch got the astrologist. Um, what was her name? Well, there's Gwendolyn and she had a parrot on her shoulder, which was her like familiar or whatever she said wow. that was. <laughs> and was yeah, like her spirit conduit. And then after the show, we went to the farmer's market, Third Street Farmer's Market, and she was just there. Do you remember that? Yes. Did she cast a spell on you guys? At I all? do. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the show it? did get canceled. The show got canceled. Shortly thereafter. Did she not have a good time? 
I think she had. I think she had a blast. To Solaris. be honest, Solaris. Solaris was, was astrologer's yeah. name. But I enjoyed getting those those Craigslist guests. I thought those were we just kind of put it out into the you know like does we're doing an episode on this? Does anyone want to get in, get in on it? And you know, lo and behold, there you know there were plenty of people. Um. So I I think um what we'll do now is we'll do our ask and then we'll transition into our big big one because I I have a good one I'm kind of excited about today that we'll talk about yeah. Oh, do you have something to no, say? No, no, no. I, I do have this one that I wonder how you what you guys would say to it too, but I'll save that. Oh, I'll well, save if you want to quickly if you want to quickly throw it at us. Okay, this is my yeah, one. We'll know what this is do. the one that I was going to Okay, just I I'm just wondering if it's not even like a thing of and I don't know how it works is like is it usually like a would you rather kind of situation or what, but do you think It could be anything. Think this There's is, no rules. Is this was this wrong? I guess the question is: Is this ro- was this wrong or was it right? What I something that happened to me recently that I did, and I, I don't know. Maybe you'll see. okay. So a couple weeks. Oh, I don't know. This is probably a few weeks ago at this point. Um, I went to the store to get food, uh, Erwan actually, and wow. the um, <laughs> and uh, well, it was the only thing open actually at the time that I was trying to go because all the other stores had closed earlier earlier than that. And, okay, when people are in an area of a store, a section, I wait for them to leave. You know, I, I, I feel like maybe it should just be one person per section. So if somebody's in the, I don't know, yogurt section or whatever, and they're trying to decide on which yogurts they want to buy, I let them take their time. You know, they're there first and... I'll wait for them, and once they find their yogurt, they can leave, and then it'll be my turn, you know? So, you know, just I think, you know, I was just trying to keep distance from people, right? And would expect that of other people. Do you do this pre-quarantine, or <laughs> no. or or do you... No, this is just... <laughs> like, you don't... <laughs> okay. No. Brent never gets within six feet well, of Well, I don't know. Ever, I mean, sometimes, but... you know, when someone's looking at, at a certain place on an aisle, like when I'm grocery shopping, I kind of wait. I don't want to get in their oh, space I unless I know exactly what I want. Yeah, no, no. But I don't uh, want to be perusing with them. Well, I mean, if they look like they've got fleas jump, jumping off of them or something like that, maybe I... Can... No, I... I uh, right, right, right. I, I, no, no, no. This is just uh, purely because of... Uh, keeping distance from people during this time got it and this was mm-hmm. I, and this was a few weeks ago too when it was even more i don't know people were i think were being i, I don't even know maybe people are the same right now but so um i was in a section and i saw this guy kind of coming towards my section and i thought to myself he's not going to come into my section you know right now and be close to me right. is he and i'm and so this is what i did maybe this is uh, open to debate whether it's wrong or not but I, um, it was, and I actually felt bad about it because I thought, I sh- I actually think I shouldn't have done this, but, but as he started getting closer to me, I, st- I coughed on purpose <gasps> and, um, to make it seem like I would be, I was sick and to, you know, kind of send a message that you should stay away from people because they might be mm. sick, you know? Did you have a mask on? No, I didn't. And actually, what's worse is I didn't even go like this. <coughs> oh, I just went like Brent, this. this is... <laughs> but I, I obviously I wasn't actually, um, I'm, I wasn't sick. Um, but I, I, you know, but yeah, I, I coughed and I didn't cough on him or anything. I did, but I did cough without covering my mouth. 
as this weird reaction. And immediately afterwards, I said, sorry about that. Um, but I kind of, look, there's part of me that thinks, well, maybe that's a good thing to do in a way. I pretended to be sick to try to show him you should be keeping distance from people and because, you know, I could be I could be sick and you should be staying away from that. And you might be sick. Stay away from that. Stay, for, stay away from Did people. Did he react? He, I don't think he noticed at all. Was it more of a throat clearing? Like a, no, would you no, mind I'll doing do it? No, I'll do it right now. It was like this. Um. <coughs> no. <laughs> okay. sorry, oh, sorry about that. This is upsetting. Something like that. <laughs> but... This is upsetting. I mean, I, I will you, say, I feel like in Brent's heart, he was trying to have a teachable moment yes, to this, yes. this guy. I, I was also but, trying to defend myself from being from getting sick from him if he's sick, you know? I see. It was like you felt like you were backed into a corner, and so you lashed out. Well, it was also just, I feel like he was kind of invading my space because, you know, your space is uh, becomes a bigger space now, you know, or during this time. Yeah. And we talk a lot about personal bubbles and now the bubble, now we have to double our bubbles. Yeah, or triple it even. And I felt like he was not yeah. respecting yeah. the bubble. And I thought that I, so part of me thinks that it was a warranted response to him not respecting the bubble. And it was a teachable moment, like you said. So yeah, that's what's, yeah, I disagree. I, mean, I think this was the bad way to go. Uh, because, mm. and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. One, some people are asymptomatic that have it. So you could mm-hmm. very well be Mr. COVID over there and not know it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I think the better way to go about it would have been to turn to the gentleman and say, could you back up, please? I don't feel comfortable with the amount of space. Yeah, and wow. I know that's the more I know that's the more direct way to go, and I know that's a confrontation. I, I've done that too, um, but it was like there wasn't enough time to do that. He was already like coming towards me, and you it was like I had. I, I, it was, and by the way, it wasn't even a premeditated thing. It was kind of just this weird instinctual reaction mm-hmm. that it was kind of a flight or fight thing, you know. And mm-hmm. and and then. And I actually do flight sometimes. I sometimes if somebody is coming in my area, I just go leave. I leave. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, I did yeah. feel like that was it was kind of a little bit oblivious of him and you know to just come into my area. But also I've had people when I'm waiting in line at the store, if they they got kind of close to me, I said, oh let's just you know keep our distance here. I say you know that's no big deal. I don't mind saying that. I said let's just keep our distance. Right. Here. You know. And then you know it's not a big deal. But the, in this case, he was coming at me. There wasn't really. I don't know. It just didn't. It just happened. You know, it was very quick. It was instinctual. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you had coughed, if you had had a mask on or you had coughed into a sleeve, I think I'd give you a pass. But I know it's like it does sound like you didn't even think twice about it. But just because you you maybe you could have spread some germs on whatever you're looking at yogurt. But it actually brought up a good idea to me, which is to have a cough sound effect on your phone that you could play. Um, or maybe even just like some sort of like similar to life alert, like a button on a ring or something mm, you could like that. press that would play. And then a sneeze or a cough or a voice that says back up, back <laughs> up, remove yourself, keep your remove dis- yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, respect the bubble. That's the way. Respect the bubble. Yeah. Respect the mm-hmm. bubble. Um, the uh, I <laughs> just to make it more clear, I didn't cough in his direction. I coughed in sort of. An empty toward the yogurt. Yeah, I, I coughed all over the yogurts. <laughs> you know? No, I coughed into 
an area that was not I kind of did cough to myself, but I didn't cover, you know, but it but also yeah. I was I wasn't really coughing it wasn't like I was coughing out stuff, you know what I mean? Or I wasn't like... That's true. I, it was just sort of, I was making a coughing noise, really, you know? I, I don't know. Look, Brent, you can, you, can, you can qualify it however you want, but at the end of the day, I think, I, I think it wasn't the right thing to do, but I, I understand why you did it. But I would do say you, next yeah. time to... And I get it. This was a thing that just happened. You didn't even know it was, you know, basically yeah. what happened was someone woke you up and you were holding a gun and you said, I blacked out. I don't know. I don't know why this man is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what you're saying. And in, in that like case, in Chicago. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it. I think that it was, it was not that, it wasn't super cool that I did it, but I also kind of think like, Actually, that was kind of cool that I did it in a way because it's like he's he learned. Uh, well, you know, he didn't learn, but he could have learned. And also, right. Uh, well, that's about it. Yeah, but also, I do think you coughed all over the yogurt, and other people are touching that. No, no, I didn't. Even I didn't. I didn't, didn't cough over the yogurt. I coughed. So the shelf. Let's say the shelf was here of food or whatever, and it was actually a sandwich area that I was in. Um, that, but Worse. they, uh, I coughed. <laughs> here to it was it was a it was okay. a corner that where there wasn't anything you know and i um and the guy was back over there by the way yeah so um okay i didn't cough but as we know food. aerosol droplets they do they they don't just kind of you know, stay in their area even, they do i don't know travel the, and drop i don't know if there was even droplets coming out because it wasn't a real cough you know what i mean it was a fake cough i see and it was um it wasn't like I needed a cough, you know what I mean? Uh, I just tried to make a mm-hmm. cough noise, you know? So It would be like me saying burp, burp. Yeah, yeah or, but maybe, actually or maybe doing this. <clears throat> By the way, that's the best fake burp I can make, which I can't really do. That's just me. It sounds more like I'm clearing my yeah. throat, but it's just like... <clears> throat> throat> or you know who like can that. fake burp is Cameron Diaz. Because she's but it's not it fake. She can just awards. make herself burp. Right. Yeah, you know that's what? A it, talent. It's uh, maybe I can do that, but I I might throw up. <laughs> I think I can fake burp. Should I try? Oh, yeah! Wow, uh, you did that. Yes. So you know what? And would a you know how burp smell? <laughs> would if that yeah. n- smell? I don't think so. I see. So this is your argument that your cough wouldn't have droplets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If a burp don't smell, if a fake burp don't a, smell, then a then a then a fake cough don't stink. A fake cough don't drop. Yeah, the fake cough drop. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, well Brent, we dis- we disagree with your decision, but that doesn't mean we can't all still be friends. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maria. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before we get to our big big one, I want to. Okay. So this is what we do now, Brent. We always have. We ask our guest to ask our listeners to rate and review subscribe to the podcast because we have a lot of listeners and they've been listening for years and not all of them have rated and reviewed on apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. and we find this upsetting so but they've heard us say it so much that we like to ask our guests to do it so do you mind kind of laying it down so if you like the show go to uh to apple podcasts and you can rate or review the podcast um, I mean, if you don't want to take the time to do a review, just rate it at least because it helps. Um, the more ratings a podcast has, the more people find out about it. 
And so, um, you know, people will find out about the podcast with, with your, with rating the podcast. And if you don't like the, the, if you didn't like the show, then don't, then don't rate it. And don't review. But they it. should uh, still. They should. Yeah. yeah the, the, you shouldn't give it a low rating, but you should. Just it's it's got to have listening. it's got to be four or five stars. That's it. Five star. We want five stars I, here. I wouldn't even it. say four. If okay. you're going to give it a four star rating, just stay just home. Forget like, it. Don't even. Just forget it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Respect the bubble. Give it five stars. Yeah. You want to respect? Well, thank the you. That was. Thank yeah. you, Brian. <laughs> you want to respect the bubble? And then join our stars. Patreon. Check out their Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Patreon.com/slash the big ones podcast. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Something like that. Are no, you I a think member? Brent gives us $50 a month. <laughs> I'm like top tier. I'm a top tier subscriber. Well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll do the big, big one. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we're back. Okay, I have to say, um, I'm really excited about this big moral dilemma. Mm. And I actually, when I was writing it up, I got chills. Oh, wow. You did? Yeah, I did. I hope you stayed, okay, I hope you stayed you- in and didn't expose people. <laughs> <laughs> are you all ready for this? You are a sexy computer programmer known in the hacking scene by your alias, Neo. You've always felt like there was something just a little off about the world, and you're puzzled by repeated online encounters with the phrase, The Matrix. One day, a woman, Trinity, contacts you and tells you that a man named Morpheus has the answers you seek. When you finally encounter Morpheus, he says, You're right. You are a slave. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch, a prison for your mind. He gives you a choice between two pills, red to show you the truth about the matrix and blue to return to your former life. Which pill do you take? Okay. Now, do you all know what movie this is from? Yeah, this is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, par- it's par- parenthood. You know what? No, no, it's the Devil, Matrix. Devil's Advocate. Oh. It's the Matrix. You know, I've never Shoot. seen the Matrix. Uh, you haven't seen it? Have you seen the Matrix? Absolutely. No. I, I loved of it when it came out. I loved it when it came out. I can't bring myself to watch it. Oh, it was but good. But it came out when we were like peak age to see it. We were like 13 or something. No one, invite, no one invited me to see it, and I wasn't going to go alone. Well, no, I don't think they'd let you in alone. <laughs> but they're making a new Matrix. Four? Matrix four? Oh, I thought you meant four, like who's it for? <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that'll see it. <laughs> they're um, making a new Matrix for kids. Oh, that's funny. Matrix <laughs> Junior. I love the Matrix. And actually, I think we're going like to um, rewatch all the um, all of them in, in during this time. I I like it too. I well, especially part one. Part one was really fun. So, so off the bat, let's just go around and say our impulse: Are we going to take the red pill? Um, and the red pill is the one 
that you learn the truth about the matrix or are we going to take the blue pill and stay in state in ignorant bliss can i ask a question really quickly yeah not having seen it he's when morpheus comes to visit neo and he says do you want to take this pill have you already been given a little taste of what this matrix is like do you or is it like Come with no. me with this. No. You don't know anything. You don't know. You so you know something weird is happening in your world, but you have no clue what the matrix. You don't know how dark it can get. Basically, you don't know what the truth is at yes. all. Yeah, and so you don't know how miserable the truth could actually be. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not even sure actually. I, and I think off the bat, just for me, my first impulse is I'm going to take the blue pill. Uh, so just because I'm kind of putting myself in the position, like I'm not. Um, but Neo, I have to remember, Neo has a different life than Amanda. Like Neo um, is is a, a computer programmer. Right. <laughs> so he worked he in an office. Less. Maria, what do you think off the bat? Off the bat, I, it's scary. I'm a curious person. I'm a curious person who once, you know, something pops up in my mind, you know, then I can't let it go. For example, if I get in my mind that I need a cookie, then I won't sleep until I get that cookie. Do you know what I mean? So I think I would have to take the pill because it's the red pill. Because if Morpheus is there and he seems like he's okay, like he's well adjusted enough and Trinity's fine, like they, they seem like they're not like mutilated or anything then the truth isn't gonna mess me up too bad well the truth sucks in the movie Mm. oh it does (laughs) well kind of i mean it's i mean you'll see it but it's i mean obviously the truth is gonna kind of suck you know what i mean like or the 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 real world is not gonna be as cool as the fake world you know it's gonna right so would you take the red pill or the blue pill? I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I mean... Like your first instinct, like get it out like you got that cough out. <laughs> I know. It's harder. Um, I would say my instinct would be to want to know the truth, I guess. But gosh, I, I also kind of think... But my, but if I think about it more, maybe I would want to take the blue pill too because, you know... Well, you know what? I'm only saying that maybe because I know... Actually, that's the thing. Not knowing the truth... See, I know what happens in the movie. See, and I have so, no idea. Right. It's a better question for you, actually, because you know, see, because you have no idea. For me, knowing kind of how, kind of knowing the truth, it's sort of, I think maybe it would have been better just to stay in the ignorant world. You know? I know, but you have to divorce yourself from your own yeah. knowledge right now and right, put right, yourself right. in this position like you do, you have no clue. Imagine it's not the truth that's in the movie. It's another truth. It's just another yeah, yeah. truth. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I, I, so, yeah. Yeah, you know what, actually? I probably would take the red pill instinct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, do you guys want to watch the scene from... Oh, go ahead, actually, Brent. What? One other thing I just want to say is, actually, I don't know because... I like the way things are. I don't like change. So maybe I'm very adverse to change. So if things were going to change a lot by taking one of those, well, taking the red pill, uh, then maybe I would just keep the blue pill. I like things as they are. You know what? I'm t- I'm t- I'd probably take the blue pill if I really, really? think about it. Because you're putting your yourself in that position. Like it, it's like your life as you know it would be over. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I'm adverse to change. And especially if I 
like the way things are, I don't want to mess with that. I don't like to, like, I've, I've never done a drug in my entire life. Really? I've never taken a pill. You know, I've never taken that or at least any kind of so mind altering pill. You wouldn't even want to take pill. a pill. You'd say, I don't want either. Get away from yeah, me. Exactly. I would, I don't either, yeah, exactly. I don't want either. I don't want, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't want, I, I wouldn't, I would feel uncomfortable taking either pill. And <laughs> so I, you know, I've never done a drug before. And so for that reason, similar to that, it's like I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to take the blue pill, but if I had to pick a pill, I'd take the blue pill, I guess, because I don't right. want to. I want to. I don't want to alter anything. I, I like things being the same. I don't want to change my perception. You know, that's it. I'm I'm happy with this. Okay, so I'm gonna share my screen with you guys so we can all look at this quick scene because I think this this might change some of our minds. Okay. Okay. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm. You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Do you believe in fate, Neil? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Matrix. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story wow, ends. gel caplet, huh? You wake up in your bed and believe <laughs> yeah, whatever that's, you want. <laughs> of course. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> His hands out like that's funny. <laughs> Remember. 
All I'm uh, offering uh, look is at the that. truth. Nothing more. Oh, red. He goes for the red. Oh, he's not even scared. Or he is a little he- scared. Warm water. What did he say at the end, Morpheus? Follow me. Follow me. So, you know, two thoughts from that real quick, just quick observations. One, I never realized how NyQuil and DayQuil-esque those pills looked. Yeah. And also, um, it's actually another reason I wouldn't take those pills is that's gross to take it out of his hands like that. Yuck. He should have put well, it in a little... <laughs> this is pre-coronavirus. Yeah. I, no, see, okay, while I... D- didn't have such a triple bubble uh, before, you know, before the coronavirus. I it was am conscious of people's hands mm. being dirty, and I, you know, wouldn't eat off someone's hand. But yeah. oh, really? I yeah, I, I, I would trust hand. someone that was that put together. You know, like wearing a very like a like a, a slimming coat and 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 sunglasses like that. I'd go. Well, he's obviously washed his hands. I mean, I wouldn't even tr- trust my own hands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust anybody's hands, you know? Yeah. doesn't matter how, I, how good they're looking. Yeah. Honestly, I, watching that clip again, it made me kind of change my decision because Morpheus is so kind of cool and confident that I think if I... Me as Amanda now, I'm going to stay in Wonderland. Me as Keanu Reeves, Neo, I think I'm going to take the red pill because I want to be a part of this guy's squad. See, I don't give in to peer pressure like that. You know? I do, wow. I do. Like, That's why you've never done I drugs, and I sure have. Take it. If, the, <laughs> if the cool kids are doing, if the cool kids are doing these red pills, I mean, I'm like, all right, go ahead, be my guest. I'm not doing it. I would definitely take it because because all that Neo knows at this point is that there's things to know that most people are never going to know, and and. Does he know he's going into like a computer world or something? I don't want to go into a computer world. Is he going into a computer no, world? He's no, he's in it's a computer like world. It's kind of like you're in the false reality and someone's like, do you want to see the real world? Like he's okay. essentially in a computer world. Yeah, in my yeah. mind, this whole movie takes place with like scaffolding in the back with like a black background. Am I wrong in that? Or is that's wrong? You know, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, basically, the Matrix is the world we live in, and or that we perceive to live in, which is a virtual reality. And the, I mean, do you want do you want us to talk about it like this? No, this? I don't want to talk well, about. I don't want to talk. I I asked the question, and now I'm regretting it. I also need to know how. Just get. Let me know this. Who is Morpheus that he has these pills? He's the leader of. Um, well, I don't know how he got the pills exactly, but he's the leader of a sort of resistance. Actually, I don't know. What, what Amanda? Uh, you, I, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Like, <laughs> he's I think the leader he's of a just... resistance, of a, of a rebel movement or something like that. Yeah. Okay, I like mean, the he's, Princess he's, Leia of the Matrix. I think so, because then the Agent Smiths, the Agent Smiths are the bad guys there, like the Matrix, the military enforcers. Matrix enforcers. They're, All right, they don't well... Want, they don't want they don't want people knowing the truth because if yeah. more people knew then the rebellion would get larger. Well, yes. so th- basically we can boil this question down to how important is your own sort of personal happiness and comfort versus your knowing the truth about your reality. 
comfort. <laughs> I don't know. But Here's actually this this raises a kind of an interesting question. Let's say okay, let's say there's a couple, married couple, right? And one of them cheats on the other, yeah? The person who cheated has two things they can do. They can tell their partner that they cheated on them or they could not. If they tell them they cheated on them, they get to know the truth. And but their they their life is it ruins their life actually. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it ruins their life. Yeah. And they become miserable because of that. And obviously the marriage doesn't work out. Or they don't tell tell them that they cheated and they that person leads a happy life because of that. So they so you're basically their happiness depends on l- learning the truth or not. What what should they what happens, you know what I mean? I actually really like this as a, a comparison situation because it's much easier to wrap your head around. And this is all reminding me of um, my high school yearbook quote from Jim Morrison, which is, oh, if boy. ignorance is bliss, then... <laughs> If ignorance is bliss, then wipe this smile off my face. That wasn't Jim Morrison. She's lying. <laughs> it was. Who no, was it wasn't. Then? We looked it up, and it's like some like corn song. <laughs> she keeps really? saying Jim Morrison said it's this a corn song. That's, quote. Oh, well, that's what I accredited. Smile off my face. So they don't want to be blissful. It, well, they'd rather they, know they the want truth. they want to know so yeah I don't know oh, you it's know, rage, I, against, rage the against the machine, the machine. <laughs> it's actually you know if here's the thing I think I mean look it, it depends on there's a lot of different factors it depends on the on a lot of uh, factors but I think maybe in certain cases maybe it is better off let's just say let's say there's a woman who has an affair right and her hu- and then. And it's a and it's a thing that happens once and it's over and that's it. And I think that if I think in certain cases I could see it maybe being better off that she doesn't she doesn't tell the husband and they go on living their lives and they end up having a happy marriage together because of it. Yeah, maybe but it then even, what maybe if, they, what, when he dies and he goes to heaven, the God is like then he learns it in the afterlife. You know, it's well, just like assuming I, there's no afterlife. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always we assume there is an safe afterlife to us. on this show. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if I, there, you know, yeah. I mean, let's no, but let's say hypothetically, he would never find out. There's no way he'll ever find out. But that's the problem is you're making that decision for someone else. Yeah, it's say like what? like you're making that decision for someone else. Like you're deciding that they'll be happier not knowing you don't actually you can never actually know and you don't know if deep down they're sensing it like I would always want to know in the situation if we're comparing it to an affair and so that's why now I'm leaning more toward the red pill um, because I'm like I I think it would drive me crazy not knowing the reality of the world I'm I would want to. I would want to know too. I mean, I I definitely like to know. In certain cases like that, I need to know the truth. I want to know because you don't want to be living. You don't even if you don't know and you're ignorant about it. It's like just the idea of knowing that there's a that you're with someone that's making it a possibility that the life you think you lead is not the really the life you're leading. Like that, I don't want to be in that life. I want to be in but, a in a life of like truth and like I don't want to be with someone that's doing stuff on the side. But but then also consider, we're talking about this as if we know that it happened. You know, say okay. On the other ha- hand, I, even though I do want to know the truth, say I have no 
knowledge of it whatsoever and I never will and I mm-hmm. don't suspect anything, I don't sense anything, I don't suspect anything, then, well, if I don't know that it happened, then big what then then the no harm done because you're not leaving you're not leading your best life though because you're with someone that isn't true to you but i wouldn't know that you know did it really even really happen if no one knows about it like um exactly the tree if the tree oh but it's like i always say it wrong schrodinger's cat (laughs) the cat schrodinger's cat right yeah 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 schrodinger's yeah schrodinger's cat yeah yeah there's a cat in the box we don't know if it's dead or alive so until we open the box it's both right. that's why there's there's wakes so that people oh, can with see the open their loved casket. ones in their in their dead boxes well i do think that's true actually because yeah. that helps people with closure yeah but it's like well then by that ben, and but by that by the way mean that your significant others <laughs> both have cheated and been faithful to you this whole time <laughs> They have cheated and have been faithful. Yeah, yeah. this whole time. No, um, th- but they. I, but no, but you know, um, I think that it's hard to kind of think about it as if you don't know. You never. You don't even suspect it. You don't even know. I guess I would say if I never knew, and I never will find out if that was actually possible, then I would say I guess it doesn't matter if I know. But or you're not. being given. But you're being given the choice right here with the red and the blue pill. It's not that no one's asking you. It's, do you want to know the truth or do you not want to know the truth? And let's say it is about your spouse having an affair. That you're will, willfully going, I don't want to know either way. If I take the blue if I take the blue pill, I don't want to know. If I take the red pill, I'll know if they did or they didn't, basically. So you're being given the option. Well, it's not just like you'll never, the question okay, never comes up, yeah. so you'll never know. Yeah, no, this is interesting because it's 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 kind of saying that there is a possibility that they have cheated, you know, or they had a, an affair. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I now I have the opportunity to find out or not, or not find out, and then and I get to not even know that that question was brought up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe I would pick the blue pill still, actually. Wow. Mm. Maybe we can do final thoughts just because cause my this whole time, I still want the red pill because I think if given the opportunity to see a truth that most other people wouldn't be able to see, I think is wrong because I think it is, it's, you know, as as Jim Morrison once said, living is easy with eyes closed. Ah. Um, and that Wait, did actually, he say that? Well, John Lennon did, but if we're playing by Amanda's <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, I don't know who did that. Okay, <laughs> living is easy with eyes closed. Oh, it's so true. Misunderstanding all you see. And so it's, yes, that's the easiest thing to do. It's easy to walk through life with your ig- your ignorance blindfold on. But if you're given the opportunity to see... You should take it. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it, I think, here's the other thing though. I think it also depends on the circumstances and the, the and what, the, what it is about. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know the truth about a lot of things, but then maybe if I knew that a truth was going to maybe really mess things up in a ba- way that would be worse for me or whatever, maybe I don't want to know that. I don't know. You know, I think it, I think it depends on the context, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. an absolute thing. It doesn't, I, I don't think I could, I think in certain contexts, I would take the red pill. Certain contexts, I would take the blue pill, you know. But if it, you have a gun to your head and you have to decide right now. Well, I, put what, out about, your hands, what, Amanda, but, so he About can with them. regards to what? With regards to there just. There they are. With regards to all, all everything, it's no, like not just, specific this is just to any the con- world. This is just the Matrix situation. Oh, the Matrix world. Probably, I'm taking this the blue pill. I think. Wow, yeah. Amanda, I, I'm I, I've wavered a lot on this, but I'm taking the blue pill. You're staying. You're staying. I in want your life. Yeah, I do. I want to stay. I just. There's a lot I don't know, and I want to keep it that way. And you know what else? I will say this. I probably shouldn't. This isn't really the case, but when someone's saying, take the red pill, man, it'll expand your mind. It's, it's, it sounds like dr- like hallucinogens or something. Like, yeah. This is an exp- You want to see the real truth? It's like kind of yeah. sounds like people talking about LSD or, or mushrooms or something. This sounds like a, some kind of Jim Morrison type hippie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like talking about he wants to see some Native American man in a desert. You want to see a Native American man in the desert? Take this red pill. But if people, yes. the red pill actually, the more we talk about it, it's that sounds like mushrooms. When people are trying to sell you on mushrooms, when you take yeah. mushrooms, you learn about who you really are and all this stuff. You learn about the truth about the universe. I'm like, right. nah, you know, I can, I, I have enough truth that I'm satisfied with within what I see as I'm on my own. Until you take exactly, mushrooms, and until, then yeah, you see the rest. And then you the go, oh, wait, now I see. I've never then taken I, mushrooms, well, but I'm just saying that. Then I'd that, start a psychedelic band, you know, organ-based yeah. band. A Doors cover band. Yeah. Oh, we have to stop talking about this now because you're starting to convince me that I should take the red pill. <laughs> I want you on blue. I want you on team blue, you know. I'm, I'm on team blue with you. I know, but now I'm, you're swaying me with this mushroom talk. Your argument's oh, really? not working. It's swaying me the other way to go like, wow, well, you're right there. There have been times I was pushed out of my comfort zone and my mind has been expanded. Mm-hmm. Does it, do you feel like, what if I told you that, you know, this red pill could make mess you up psychologically and you might even go into a coma at one point? Okay, then hell no. <laughs> I'm not really a big risk taker. Yeah. Do people I don't go know. into comas from mushrooms? I don't know. They they could have some sort of psychological mm. freak out or something. LSD maybe, or if you have some yeah, sort LSD. of allergy. LSD. Let's just say it's LSD. Let's say it's microdose. Like LSD. Listen, we got to move on to our listener email. Are you guys ready? All right. That was a good. That was a good one, Amanda. That was very. That was very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, I was excited about that. Okay, here's a dear big ones. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Maria. This is my little big one. I work in a hospital at reception. I often have long conversations with people who are regularly there and have even exchanged books and movies with some of the older guests who have interesting taste in entertainment. Almost a year ago, one regular let on that she had a deep knowledge of crystals, their historical meanings and uses. She has obviously been using them for decades. I was really curious and asked her a lot of questions. A few weeks later, the same sweet lady came by with a little gift bag for me. It contained a clear quartz crystal, a guide to crystals, and an old book about magic for beginners. She told me she had those books for a very long time, and they were her most trusted resources. Magic isn't my personal jam, so I just thanked her and secretly put the books in my cubby at work without reading. Here's my dilemma. I assumed I would be able to return the books to her next time I saw her, like I usually do with other guests, but months went by and I forgot about it. I thought of her recently and checked her profile to realize she moved out of state 
several months ago. Should I reach out to her to see if she would like the books mailed to her? Did she mean for me to keep them? I am not superstitious, but I am a little nervous about getting rid of a magical book that doesn't belong to me. (laughs) And this is coming in from Zoe. Wow, this is um, this is is kind of scary. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I guess everybody's truth is subjective, right? But like, I mean, as for me, I mean, I'm not superstitious, you know, or I'm not, well, I guess that's not entirely true, but I'm not, I don't believe in magic and stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, I guess I would get rid of the book or something, but I would actually try to contact the person. Yes. Easy. I would say, hey, do you want this book back? I got it. And if she said, no, it's yours to keep. I would probably figure out a way to put the book, some, give it to somebody else or something like that or whatever. And what if they don't answer? Then do you get rid of it? Yeah. Oh, oh no, I would try to give it to somebody else or somebody so. who wants it. Yeah. You pass it on, you Jumanji it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you definitely track this person down. You say, hey, I've got this these things that you let me. Thank you so much. I appreciate them. I love them. Let me send them back to you. If they, if you can't get in touch with them, then I would say, well, it is kind of weird because what if like three years from now, they then they get back to you and they go, oh, I've had that that book meant everything to me or something like that. No, listen, the if you let someone, if you, without having them request it, offer up something for someone to borrow, it's up to you to ask for it back. It's not like I just yeah. like, hey, Maria, here's this DVD. And then in three years, I go, hey, give me that DVD back. It's like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. Well, well I don't know about that. I think it's bull- It's when something, if the person that lent it without someone asking to, to, to lend it, yeah. But if you asked for that book and you went, hey, can I borrow that book? It's kind of a book? burden. It's kind of a yeah. burden to just like drop a bunch of magic books and crystals on someone's desk and yeah. say, here you go. I mean, I guess she just really needs to get a hold of this person and make sure they don't want these books back. I, I would at least, you know, because for example, I actually I have a book somebody, some I have a book somebody lent me, and I've had it now for years. And um, I, whenever I see that person, I always say, "Oh, I got to give you that, give you that book back or whatever." But if I, if they told me, "Oh, don't worry about it," oh, I, I don't, I don't need it. Keep it, you know. I just need confirmation that they don't yeah. want it back. That's all I need, and then I will do with the book you know, what I want with it, I guess. I can give it give it to somebody or whatever or keep it. I agree. All you need is that confirmation. Yeah. But I wouldn't worry about getting cursed. No, I don't think it'll curse you. I mean, I don't like, I, I don't know. I think it just, yeah, I think Brent's idea of passing it on to someone who might like it is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have case, it. Case closed. Mm-hmm. Easy. Case closed. Easy. 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 What was her name again? Zoe. Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Zoe, yeah. Well, Brent, thank you so much for being on. Where can people find you if they want to like follow you or do you have any shows coming up? Do you have any what what's going on? I yeah. uh yeah, I mean there's uh I mean I have a I have a stand-up comedy special on Amazon called Appealing to the Mainstream. Amazing. Which if you like that, you can rate that and <laughs> and uh review that if you like it. Yeah. Um but uh, I have uh, a YouTube channel that's it's my name, it's just youtube.com slash Brent Weinbach, and there's a lot of videos on there. Um, there's a few different podcasts. There's one called The Poundcast I do with my friend Doug Lusenhop, and uh, a video game music podcast called The Legacy Music Hour. I mean, whatever. Nobody would care about that one. But um, And uh, as far as shows, yeah, I've been trying to put on like little Zoom chat shows um, every now oh, and then. Oh, really? So, you know... Awesome. L- lately, yeah. So, 
Uh, and I did one two nights ago. That was the first one. I'll probably do some more. So just if you connect with me on Twitter or wherever, you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, it's my, just basically my name. Just look for my name. I mean, Instagram is Brandon Weinbach Comedy, but um, you'll, you'll can find out about those kind of shows and other shows. Perhaps. Awesome. You, you guys honestly just all froze. Did you, did I freeze? Cause for like the last two minutes when Brent was doing his plugs, you were completely frozen. <laughs> I heard every second of it. You did. But what was I yeah. doing? Was I just sitting here? Did I look normal? You were dancing. You were oh, dancing no. and your eyes rolled in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us at the big ones pod on Twitter. You can email us the at the big ones podcast at gmail.com just you know send us your dear big ones send us you know or or you can call us at 626-604-6662 and um yeah everyone just stay safe and and just be keep it real respect Respect that bubble bubble. respect the bubble please rtb um and now we'll we'll say thanks so much for listening to and then we all say the big ones together brent if you're comfortable. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening to The, the Big, Big Ones. Ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 